Tonight on the podcast, we've got some big Gotham Knights news. We got some Spider-Man news. We're going to talk a little bit about Todd McFarlane. And we're going to review the latest episode of Halo, where Master Chief loses his virginity. How, how Question mark? Be a vision? Question mark, yeah. Max, hit that music. It is Friday night in Phoenix, and you're locked into the best damn podcast in all the land. It is the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. I'm Max. About to be voted one of the best podcasts in Phoenix. Absolutely. Because we're going to win this. I mean, we already technically are. We made top 10 already. Vote so, it. Yeah, yes. get, get your votes in. Oh, Max, votes how are in. you, sir? I'm doing well. Yeah. It's payday, so that's always nice. You that's know, always a good money. time, right? Yeah. Um, I This week was nice. I, I've mentioned on the show several times that I started a new role in my company. And this week, I actually got to do work rather than just training. Nice. So that was nice to actually like get in and do the work. Nice. But yeah. but yeah, been been a good week though. I mean, went and saw Doctor Strange for the second time last night. Uh was pretty depressed after the sun's getting absolutely walloped. Hopefully <laughs> when the podcast version of this comes out on Monday, uh you, while, while you're listening to this and your earbuds, you'll be able to hear that the what the Suns won the series. Hopefully. Hopefully on Sunday they don't disappoint me and end up losing to the Mavericks. But uh but yeah, it was nice. Lance and I hit up a late movie last night to go to Doctor Strange too. So Oh, so he's sitting here freaking out about how he can't get his schoolwork done, but he can go to the movies, huh? He can't be on the show, but he can go to the movies. I see how it is. He was telling me how stressed out he was, and I'm like, dude, do you need to get away for like a little bit? Do you need to go see a movie? So we went to like a 10 o'clock showing. We went pretty darn late. Don't lie. You wouldn't guys went and saw Uncharted again and then he got the bug to go <laughs> find that brick oven pizza. So he's out there requesting to find that brick oven pizza hut. That's, oh, yeah. where, Matt, that's where he is tonight. Well, I'm going to say what up to the chat. What up, Patrick? Welcome in. Hope you guys are having a great week. Um, yeah, I, my week was pretty quiet. I finally got to, to paint in Logan's nursery. Oh, cool. She's finally making the, the, the move out of our room into her own room soon. So I painted That's her exciting. nursery and was doing that and, uh, did one of those 23 and me tests and found out what, what I'm made up of and that's interesting and that's pretty much it for me this week. Been what was quiet. the most surprising from your 23 and me test? Uh, that I'm almost 40% finish. Okay. Yeah, I was not uh, expecting that. I thought for sure, like, I know the Irish one, uh, the Irish wasn't surprising, but I thought for sure, like, maybe I had some German in me or who knows, but I was not expecting finish. That was, that was interesting. So, yeah, one of these days I'll have to do that because I've never, I've never done that test. Like, I've got my ancestry tracked back pretty far. So I, I have a good idea of like where my ancestors come from, but I mean, those bloodlines could be all over the place. So, well, it's, really it's more, it's more in depth for me. Cause both of my, my parents are adopted. Oh, okay. So, I, we just, I just recently found out and my, my biological mom and dad aren't together. So I just recently found out about my, um, my, I recently found out about my dad's side a couple of years ago 
So now I was like, all right, well, for Logan's sake, let me do this and figure out if I have any, like, I'm a carrier for any genetic disorders or anything like that. And yeah, I wasn't. So it's pretty, pretty cool. Check yeah, that out and finding cool. family members on uh, the other side of the family that I've never met and knew about. And it's just weird. I'm luckily I haven't had to have that weird conversation of, Oh yeah, well I'm so, I, you know, I'm this, this offspring of so-and-so who was adopted and blah, 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 blah. So we'll see if that comes up, but yeah, that's really cool, man. That's interesting. Yeah. It's also exciting that you're moving Logan into her own room. Cause you know, it's fun having the baby in your room. It's sweet, but there comes a point where mom and dad need their freaking privacy, man. <laughs> so that's a, that's a big step. That's great. Mm-hmm. I won't have to hear. Don't touch me. The baby's awake anymore. So. <laughs> now you'll just get to hear the normal. Don't touch me. Yeah. Don't touch me. I'm tired. Yep. I have a headache. I have a headache. <laughs> but, well, I wish Lance the best on his pepperoni quest and, Maybe you can, you can figure that out. Yes, indeed. But all right, well, let's uh, just have a hopefully a good quick show tonight. So let's go ahead and get in some geek news. Let's do it, man. <clears throat> First up on the docket, I'll go ahead and do this one because this is the one that I'm like, I was not surprised by, but also surprised by uh, Gotham Knights, the video game coming out here in October. It has been canceled for Xbox One and PS4. Now, the game itself is not canceled. It's still coming out on Xbox Series S and X and PS5 and PC. But the Xbox One and PS4 versions have officially been canceled. And this to me is kind of good news. But it's also like, it sucks if you still haven't been able to get a Series S or a PS5. You know, because now they're more available than they used to be. So if you want one, you should be able to get one nowadays. But you know, it doesn't mean you can afford it. So it just it just sucks for those that uh, that that don't have a new console. But you know what? Eventually, we have to move on, and this is the start of it. Now you know we're going to be nearly two years into the new console generation, and it's time to drop the old old consoles. What do you what do you think about this news, Matt? Uh, I think it's kind of interesting that they're doing it, but I also think that it hurts. It's going to hurt their bottom line, you'd think, because I'm sure there's still a lot of people that are on the last-gen consoles, the Xbox yep. One and PS4s, because, like you were saying, they are more available now than they were in the past, but they're still hard to come by. It's not like you can walk into a Walmart or Best Buy or Target and pick one up. Chances are that's not the case. Like Unless you're extremely, extremely lucky, you're, you're not just walking into a store to pick one up. So you have to catch one of these drops or be on a waiting list to get an email like from GameStop that says, Hey, Xbox one, you know, Xbox one series S's are in stock or whatever you're looking for. So it's interesting that they're doing this and going full next gen, but it kind of makes me wonder like with the way COVID hit and what they're doing, these games, how far the lifespan of the Xbox series X and the PS five are going to be. Is it going to be maybe a three-year lifespan instead of the typical five-year lifespan? Or are we going to get longer? Who knows? Like these consoles, you mean, in general? Yeah. Like before we get a new one? Mm -hmm. I think we're going to get at least seven years out of these before a new one comes out. Like, don't get me wrong. I think like the PS5 Pro or the Xbox Series Z, whatever they call it, you know, is going to come out probably 
two to three years from now. Like there's going to be a mid-cycle refresh like they did last time. But I don't think like the PS6 is going to be coming out for yeah until like 2027, 2028. PS5 Pro. I mean, I'm just basing it off of the PS4 Pro naming. I think a PS5 Pro will will come out probably in a couple years. But I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe, frick, man, maybe at E3 they're going to announce something like that already. Which I think would be too soon. I hope that they're not, you know, already announcing the new mid-cycle refresh. But yeah, but yeah, I I hope that this also means that the PC version of the game, like the requirements, if they're not going to do Xbox One and, and PS4, I hope that means the PC requirements are slightly higher. Uh, not that I want people to be excluded, but like you also want, like when you have these nice machines, these you know the PS5, Xbox Series X, or, or a nice PC. You want games that will take advantage of the hardware. And so it's like if them canceling those versions means that these are going to be like this is going to be a really pretty game and it's going to run well and take advantage of like current gen hardware. I think it's exciting. If that means you need to have like a, I don't know, a 1070 or above for your graphics card. I I doubt that. I bet it's going to still be like a 1060 will be fine. But like, you know. I think that's a good thing. You know, hopefully we get ray tracing that actually is like fully supported and, and uh, you know, good, good frames per second and stuff. Like I'm sure, I'm sure the Xbox and PS5 are going to have 60 frames in this game, but are they going to get 60 frames with ray tracing at 4k? I don't know. You know, cause a lot of games have not been doing that, which yeah. by the way, did you see the uh, gameplay that they released for it? I have not, I've not seen anything on this um, since it was first announced. So I'll be honest, the gameplay they released this week made me less interested than the stuff they released originally. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, it looks nice, but the combat was just kind of not my thing. But honestly, it may just be that I don't... Because they showed Nightwing and Red Hood. And mm-hmm. I think previously we had mostly seen uh, Batgirl. And I think her combat looks more interesting. It's more reminiscent of Batman's combat in the Arkham games. So they give a, I'm pretty sure you get a choice of who you play with. And I'm going to try everybody out, but it's looking like I might be playing as Batgirl the whole game because Nightwing's fighting style is kind of interesting, but Red Hood's, I didn't like his fighting style at all. I never like it when a character has a gun and the gun does as much damage as somebody's like bow staff. I'm like, mm-hmm. that doesn't, that's not realistic. Cause it's, I think they're giving him like plasma bullets or something because he's a hero and not like a, a villain here. But it's just always weird when I'm shooting a gun at somebody and. It does yeah. as much damage as punching. <laughs> right. Um, Patrick says, don't miss the biggest game news of the week, Dead Space remake. You know, I'm not a Dead Space guy. What was the news? I, was it the release date? Uh, no, I think they just announced the remake of it. Because well, I thought they had announced the remake like a while ago. I thought I thought I, I, like, the, about I like Dead Space 2. I wasn't the biggest fan of 1, but I did like 2. Yeah. So. I started the first game. I'm not big into horror games. Um, oh, hey, that's the news. Dead Space remake gets January release date. Oh, there that you must go. Be January twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. I might try the remake out. I I tried the original. It was kind of freaky. I mean, I played for an hour or two, and then I stopped playing just because horror games aren't my thing. But um, yeah, if you're a big Dead Space fan, then the remake's going to be a big deal. Excited. I love. I mean, I love the Resident Evil games, but. Like I said, I, I liked the Dead Space 2. I wasn't a big fan of 1, so we'll see. I might give the remake a chance. but They did three of those, right? Dead Space yeah. 1, 2, and 3? Yeah. Mm, I believe so. 
Yeah, I mean, if it comes to Game Pass, which I doubt, but if it comes to Game right. Pass, definitely give it a give it a chance. If it's a day one Game Pass, why not? Speaking of, did we? I don't know if I put it in the in the uh, show notes. We're not talking about Starfield and Redfall getting delayed, are we? No, we didn't. Okay, well then we're going to talk about that really quick because that's big news. For if we're on the gaming news, frick, man, Starfield and Redfall got delayed until like first half of next year, and. I'm like so divided on it because I want game developers to be able to take their time and I want the game to be good and I want developers to avoid crunch. Like if you're not familiar with the term crunch in the gaming, like development industry, it's like crazy overtime hours. Like these developers putting in 20 hour days for like months at a time, six, seven days a week, like, and 20 hours might be a bit of an exaggeration, but like extreme hours for like not extra pay because they're salaried to get the game out and it sucks takes a big toll on their lives they don't get to see their families their kids you know whatever and so you know i want to be supportive of delaying a game so that developers can have a reasonable work day but i would be lying if i you know said i'm not disappointed because xbox isn't releasing anything this year then like there's nothing i can think of that xbox is releasing that i I'm interested in unless in June when they have their event, June 12th is when they're having their event. Maybe they're going to say, Hey, this is coming out this year. Maybe Hellblade two is coming out or something. I doubt it, but maybe something big is coming, but Starfield and Redfall were like the only two games that Xbox had really announced for 2022. And they both got pushed out. Like, yeah, I think, I think the only big thing left this year I'm looking forward to is the new call of duty. That's it. Like, and that's not going to be on Game Pass because they don't own no, them no. yet. Uh, they own that. They own um, Infinity. I believe they own Infinity. Well, they they the game now. They're buying them, but the the deal yeah. hasn't officially gone through yet. So I don't imagine that Game Pass is going to get COD. What in the world? But sorry, my sorry. What the frick? My uh, water cup is like greasy. Where, what did I put this in? Uh, whatever. That's weird. What were you watching before we started the show, Max? <laughs> Coconut oil? Because that's what it feels like. Oh, yeah. Is it? Does it rhyme with uh, corn pub? <laughs> do, you have some, do you have some naughty things going on in your office before we started the show? Oh, absolutely. You know that me. Way. That's totally... Totally up my alley. Gosh, dang, man. I don't have any napkins. You heard here, about right? the title of the new Star Wars uh, Latin game and you had to get all greased up? <laughs> I did hear about the title of the new Star Wars game. And, like, it's not a, it's not confirmed, but I think it's just Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. And I saw some news site saying, look at the super awesome title for the new Jedi Fallen Order game. And I'm like, that's not that exciting. Like, you're, you're overhyping this. Jedi <laughs> Survivor? <laughs> Aaron said that's what happens when he says don't touch me I'm tired (laughs) oh nice but sticking on the Gotham Knights moving on to the CW has been just destroying shows as of late canceling so many shows a lot of their popular series are are canceled um but now they're they're starting to make some announcements of new shows and the first one is got is going to be Gotham Knights has nothing to do with the game of the same name. The only thing it shares in common is that it's going to be a post-Batman Gotham where Bruce Wayne has died. There's no more Batman. 
and a new original character who is the adopted son of Batman in the show takes up the mantle and joins the children of other villains in the city. And that's what the, the premise of Gotham Knights is going to be. Ask me. I think it's stupid. I think it's going to bomb. Why are you going? Why? Um, why is there so much focus on the adopted ch- children of Bruce Wayne? What's wrong with Damien that you got to focus on? Like in the game, you have Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, and Tim Drake. You have the first three Robins, but no Damien. Why do you have to make it a brand new character? For this show instead of following bruce wayne's actual biological child in damian wayne take you know going through these motions but whatever i'm sure it'll be just as successful as batwoman or or any of the or nubia or not nubia but um yeah nubia or any of the shows that uh the cw are putting on right now because to me, these shows used to be the cream of the crop, and now they're garbage, dude. None they're of them garbage. are watchable, except for maybe Superman and Lois. But even the Flash has become terrible. Yeah, I, I, I see, I see new CW show, and I just ignore it. I just have no interest in that stuff anymore. <laughs> Love Derby, DC, but not on CW. <laughs> Derby Gaming says, "I'm here to clap some cheeks of my enemies." Master Chief inspired me last night. Hello. Oh, stay tuned. Go. We're going to be talking about that cheap cheek clapping. But yeah, you, I mean, Gotham Knights. I'm not kind of over the CW stuff. Very excited for the video game. Not excited for the CW show at all. Yeah. I've heard of it. Like I had heard of it before you put this slide up. Don't care. Don't want to watch it. Speaking of CW sticking there, they're going back to the win the Winchester. Well, they're gonna they canceled all these shows and now they're bringing back prequels. So we're getting a uh, a prequel of uh, the Winchester. I can't think of the names right now. I'm drawing a blank on the name of the show. Supernatural. Supernatural. Good Lord. Yeah. So like Sam and Dean's family, you're getting a yeah. prequel. Yeah, you're getting a prequel on the Winchesters for Sam and Dean and. You're getting um, some other... They're just basically going back to the well on a bunch of previous shows. Walker, you're getting a Walker prequel. You know, they've already got... Is the Walker, Walker getting Texas another... Ranger. Is that getting yeah, another getting a prequel. Yep, and it's getting a prequel. So, oh, okay. Who knows? I why, thought Walker didn't but... do well. I, I, For some reason... I Look, I'm not a Supernatural fan, but I know it was very popular, so I'm not surprised they're trying to tap into that well. I mean, hey, if it's good... Cool. I, it's too bad Lance isn't on because I wonder what his take is on this. I feel like this is something he'd be excited about because he loves be the best show on TV. Best show on TV. <laughs> it could be the best show ever. That's that's his take. That's yeah. His that's, take. Well, that's why I threw it in here because I thought that this was right up his alley. He'd have some good insight on it, being a fan. But no, he had to go on his great pepperoni journey to so the great pepperoni quest of 2022. To find that brick oven pizza, so it it is what it is. But you know, more CW stuff. I don't, I don't know. I I think they, I finally come to the realization they're going to strike out when they're trying to make new original content. So they're going to go back to what works, and they're just going to play off of nostalgia and play off of everything that they can to get ratings back up. Uh, Derby Gaming says, remember that live action Powerpuff Girls they tried to make? Geez, that script was probably the worst written piece of crap I've ever saw. Yes, it was. And that's why everyone backed out of it and they canned it because I don't think a live action Powerpuff Girls was going to work. 
No, it wasn't. Did that script get leaked? Um, I've never seen the script. Okay, but... I, I haven't. Maybe he's just saying he thinks it probably would have been some of the worst crap ever written. Yeah, when I that sounded like the dumbest idea. Maybe Derpy and Game has somebody on the inside, and maybe they, he got to read. They got to read the script. Who knows? Maybe. Who was attached to that? I'm trying to. There were some decent named actresses attached to the project, but yeah, that was. Uh, they all bailed out. They all bailed out, and I don't blame them at all. Sam Raimi was in the news this week because he was asked if he would ever do. Um, he said, "Derpy Gaming says no. It leaked. I saw it. There you go." Uh, so there was Sam Raimi was in the news this week when he was asked if he would ever be interested in making a Spider-Man or directing a Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland. It basically said flat out no. Um, he said he likes the Spider-Man movies that Marvel did. He likes Tom Holland, but he's afraid that Tobey Maguire would probably choke him if he tried to do a Spider-Man movie without him. <laughs> I don't know Tobey Maguire in real life. I don't even really know his like celebrity personality. I was shocked when I heard that. I'm like, oh man. I mean, I know Sam Raimi's kidding, but it makes me think, man, is Tobey Maguire uh, more aggressive than, than I would have pegged him to be? Because he just seems like a sweet guy, you know? I just think he's, I mean, he's a Spider-Man fan. I just think, you know, what really boils down to, he's got his vision of what he wants for the character and what he wants in a Spider-Man movie. And Marvel has theirs and he probably doesn't have um, the the clout or the leeway to to do what he wants to do with that character. And I I wouldn't be surprised if he feels like he's got unfinished business with the fourth to- Toby movie he never got to make. So, yeah. Well, if Sam Raimi was going to do another Spider-Man, I'd want it to be a Toby movie. Which, hey, the door is open. You could do it. Okay. It would, you know, it could be twenty years later. That's okay. Yeah, I, I, I saw this news, and I'm not surprised. He said he's not going to do a Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. I think that's okay. You know, someone's going to direct it. It'll be fine. Derby says it was all over Twitter. It was pretty bad. Might be online right now if you look it up. Yeah, I might check that out later. I don't it know sounds I like it was everything myself. but sugar spice and everything nice. <laughs> Maybe it was more like the Rowdy Rough Boys. Yeah, so speaking of Sam Raimi, though, um, Lance and I, you know, we got to see Doctor Strange 2 again last night, and I'm not going to do any spoilers, so don't worry if you're, you know, you haven't seen the movie yet. But I just want to mention, Sam Raimi did something really fun in the movie to where he just did callbacks to old horror movies a lot. And I thought that was fun. I, I won't really even point any specific ones out for fear of spoilers, but it was just cool rewatching it. Lance and I got to talk about, oh, that was like a callback to The Evil Dead, which, you know, he obviously directed, or that was a callback to The Shining or, um, you know, whatever it may be, or Frankenstein or whatnot. So um, next time you guys see Doctor Strange, keep an eye out for that stuff because Sam Raimi put a lot of cool little Easter eggs for other horror movies in there. Obviously, The Ring. I think everyone saw The Ring one. That yeah. one was pretty obvious, but uh, yeah. And I'm not even a horror movie fan, and I saw some of the the Easter eggs. I don't. The more and more I thought about that movie, like I see things that don't make sense in it. Yeah. So there's some things that aren't great, but I I like it a lot. I liked it. <laughs> Ish says I'm on a pepperoni quest too. <laughs> Tell us more, Ish. What's your pepperoni quest? What are you up to? Yeah, are you getting your brick? O- are you finding that brick oven pizza? Are you are you brick ovening it up? Which, but speaking of pizza, I'm gonna do a little side note tangent really quick. My uh, brother-in-law had us over for Mother's Day, um, which we 
we didn't even talk about Mother's Day uh, at the beginning. Anyway, um, happy belated Mother's Day. Um, he had us over for Mother's Day, and he got one of those like pizza makers that are like kind of like mod pizza. If you, if you ever been mm-hmm. a mod pizza, it was just kind of cool. I'm like, man, now I want one of those. And he just he like made his dough and little thin crust pizzas. You throw them in there in like two three minutes, and boom, pizza's done. It's awesome. Ish said that he's waiting in a pepperoni stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Hut. Because we all know that you're the Pizza Hut guy. Oh, is he? Oh, he should. Crust is, he said, crust is stuffed with crust is stuffed with pepperoni and cheese and dusted with butter and garlic. Yeah, that sounds like oh. a Pizza Hut thing. It does sound good, though. I remember when stuffed crust came out in like the 90s. That was exciting. And um, it was an upcharge, so my parents didn't like to get it. But we would get it every now and again. And I'm like, this is cool. Get that stuffed crust, man. Getting cheesy oh, garlic all the bread. Yeah. All the rage. Papa John's. Oh, wow. Oh. Does Pizza Hut know you're cheating on a dish? You know what? I like Papa John's. As far as like the, the big chains go, their garlic butter, chef's kiss. So good. It is good, but they're so expensive for a pizza. I know. You know, I haven't gotten Papa John's in a long time. Are they? Because yeah. I would always get their deals. I feel like for like 10 bucks, I could get like a three-topping large pizza. That seems reasonable, but maybe maybe they've gone up in price. <laughs> Ish said, ever since they got the Beats Hut tracksuit, their pizza's gone way downhill. You know, honestly, Domino's, for me, like ever since they changed the recipe, I think Domino's pizza has been a good one. Domino's, Hungry House. We, Domino's we a, did get better. They used to suck. My favorite pizza, though, is Jets. It, it's a Detroit It's a Detroit chain, but they have a couple of out here now. One in Scottsdale, and I think they just opened a new store closer to me. But Jets pizza is Detroit-style Detroit pizza is my go-to. See, if, if we're talking chains that aren't quite as big, then Venezia's for me. Like, that's my favorite. I love Venezia's. Then Barrow's is probably next in line. Really Barrow's like isn't good. Bar- you don't like Barrow's? Bar- no, no, no. Barrow's is good. Oh, okay. I do. Yeah, I love Barrow's. Their wings are really good. Their their lunch deals are incredible. Like what four fifty? You get two slices and a drink or something like that. Yeah, like their Hawaiian good, their yeah. their Hawaiian pizza is good. But said so there's no Jets in Scottsdale, but it's in Paradise. Well, dude, to me, Paradise Valley Scottsdale, that's all the same. <laughs> yeah, I wish there was a Venezia's closer to me though, because their pizza is amazing. I just have, say, you have I just them? say it's it's by Scottsdale because every time Aaron comes home from Scottsdale, one that's where her mom lives, and she she works sometimes. I'll be like, hey, pick up Jets. So that's why it's Scottsdale to me. I have not had them before. I've not tried any other than Barrows. I've not had any real just like Arizona local chains. It's usually okay. like Pizza Hut. I mean, it's not Pizza, but Domino's is like two minutes down the street from me. So. If I want pizza, it's easy to just pick up Domino's. Barros, or for some reason, doesn't deliver to me, but I'll go there for lunch. Yeah, they don't deliver to me either. Once in a while. At least I don't think so, but I live like 15 minutes from a Barros, so I don't really blame them. I'm looking up uh, Jets. They look pretty good. I mean... Oh, they're delicious. It looks like, you know, standard, like, cheap pizza, but they're like a deep dish. That looks that looks good. But, but Paradise Valley, that's uh, that's far away from me. bit too far. Yeah, if you have a Venezia's near you, dude, you got to try it, man. Breaking Bad, that's what they always had there. And we've got them here in Arizona. And Oh, is that amazing. where you get pizza from, Breaking Bad? Yeah, it was always Venezia's. The one where he throws on the roof? 
Yeah, yeah, they're massive mm. pizzas and New York style and really good. They're very good. It's is a Detroit it is a Detroit pizza. It's it's a very good reminder of being back in Michigan. So that's why I like yeah, Jets. So so on the pizza train again, because I wasn't here for the brick oven conversation and I don't want to get into brick ovens, but Pizza Hut used to be good. Like you remember when they had sit down versions of Pizza Hut? Oh, dude, in the like, 90s, Pizza Hut was awesome. When yeah, you... it was great, dude. I would go in with my family. We'd sit down at Pizza Hut. We'd have a waiter coming up. We'd get a pan pizza, you know, a deep dish pan pizza. And it was awesome. All you can eat salad good. bar. And... All you can eat salad bar. Yeah, then they had the buffets for a while that were mm-hmm. really good. The I red plastic that. cups and the but little they've... Pac-Man machine in there that you could play. Yeah, man. But they've, I don't know, Pizza Hut's gone downhill. Like, eat. I'll still eat it. That's the closest pizza place, like big pizza place by me. I'll eat it, but they're not as good as they used to be. I can't do it. They always give me it always gives me heartburn, diarrhea, and makes me sick. So I try well, to avoid Pizza Hut. Sounds like a good reason not to get it. But um, I mean, I I remember back in the day getting the little for, personal pan pizza for, for completing your reading program. You oh yeah, personal pan pizza. Yeah, man, I would read a ton of Animorphs books just to get some pizza. Back in the day. <laughs> Stick says, I love how Max up front dodges the brick oven controversy. I just don't want to get into it. You won't weigh in on whether he's full of it or not. And Oh, no, he's wrong. Okay. I'll weigh in. I don't remember brick <laughs> ovens being at Pizza Hut. but No, never. I, I also didn't pay attention back when I was a kid to that kind of thing. I just went and ate the pizza. I agree. Ish says Pizza Hut has lost their crisp. It's always soggy now. That and like their breadsticks are always hard. They're oh, their their breadsticks always suck. hard. They're, yeah, their breadsticks are terrible. Papa John's has pretty good breadsticks, like the cheesy ones especially. Mm-hmm. I really like their cheesy breadsticks. And then um, Domino's. I have, I haven't had Domino's in a while, but I used to live by one, and we would get their uh, their lava cake. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Those were so good. Honestly, their lava cakes are probably why I have type two diabetes because we would get like one a week when we lived by one and then we moved and that's when i got diagnosed with diabetes <laughs> and i haven't had Derby says, enough food talk can we talk master sex of seduction we will yeah, we'll get move. there we can we'll move, move on, on to the we'll next topic um the next thing i had is spider-man dan slot spider-man writer that is responsible for a lot of big events in the world of spider-man is coming back to helm a second edition of Spider-Verse called Edge of Spider-Verse. Um, I feel like it's the worst decision ever by Marvel to bring Dan Slott back to write a Spider-Man book. Once we thought we were out, somehow he gets pulled back in. Um, I've enjoyed Spider-Man so, so far since he left it, and now they're going to pull him back into doing another event book that's probably going to start out strong, fizzle, and then bomb at the end because he can never seem to... In- to end his events um, memorably. And now we're going to go back to that well of, of Spider-Verse so much so that we're getting two new versions of Spider-Verse characters. We're getting a spider Craven and a spider black cat called night spider and spider Craven. Um, The character designs are cool. They're going to probably sell books. They're probably going to be like spider Gwen. So if you missed out on edge of Spider-Verse two, getting that spider Gwen stuff, you might as well, jumping on this train because i'm sure spider craven and night spider are going to sell yeah black cat as spider like a like a spider-man version of black cat makes a lot of sense i think that's a really cool idea i mean craven less so i mean i don't mind it but like if you're looking at the art if you guys aren't on the youtube 
come check out the YouTube and look at the art. She looks great. Black Cat, that just makes so much sense to me. Craven looks kind of cool, but it's got like this iron spider vibe to it. And well, I think it's sure cool with his vest being like the head of a spider and all the legs yeah. coming off of it. Like, like it looks, it's it's a cool concept, but it's a complete and total cash grab. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. My, I would be more for this if it wasn't Dan Slot writing this. That's what makes me kind of go, "Ooh, I don't know about this," because his event books never pan out. They always start he with a great promise and then fizzle out. Um, but we got an announcement, a quick announcement for another Spider-Man book. That's in the works with some amazing, amazing, amazing creators attached to it, uh, like Neil Gaiman, uh, Jonathan Hickman, Dan Slott again. Um, just so many good ones here. If you're watching the YouTube, we got the list run down here. But I'm interested to hear more about this event, this book, and what it is going to be. And I, I have a feeling it's going to tie into the Edge of Spider Verse stuff that was announced. Um, but I'm I'm waiting to see more. I'm super excited about Neil Gaiman. Uh, if you know Neil Gaiman's done a lot of Sandman stuff, um, a lot of different books. I'm super excited to see more for from whatever this produces. And I am Spider Verse. It is not McClay amazing. It, it definitely is not McClay amazing. Derpy says, remember when Spider-Man 4 almost happened? It was like Craven, what would have been? That's true, yeah. Or even Mysterio, um, the different version of Mysterio we were supposed to get. So the Bruce Campbell Mysterio. Ish uh, says, I read that this leads to end of Spider-Verse and slot killing off everyone. Yeah, I know he's got that. He's He said he's going to end the Spider-Verse. Um, we'll see. Like I kind of feel like we're the movies are doing it now and the comics are doing it. It I kind of starting to feel that multiverse burnout. Like it's like, all right, well, our sales are kind of dwindling. Nobody's really reading this book on a weekly basis. Well, let's go to the spider verse again and let's bring in all these different characters. And you know, they, they give spider punk his own series and for all intents and purposes, that book is bombing. I know the art in that book is God awful, but it's just like, all right, well, we'll just go back to this. Well, and it's just like, well, what else do you have in the tank? You know, so we'll see. Yeah, when creativity dies and they just keep using the same ideas over and over and recycling yeah. them. Yeah, it's that's not fun. Next, we're getting a Married the Children remake, but it's animated. It was announced today that they've been working on this for about a year now, and they're working on shopping it and pitching it to networks and streaming services. Um, I would totally be down for a Married with Children animated series yeah i mean why um, not why not uh, it's got it's got adult cartoon vibes built into it already you know i i, I probably won't watch it still <laughs> but but i think it's a cool idea i especially because you could bring in a lot of the same you know people to do the voice acting they're gonna they've got the all the original cast attached to it um to do the voices i have a feeling it would probably be a lot like family guy like a modern um, take, you think, or do you think they do like the 80s? No, like I think it would be more modern, probably. Yeah. Um, but I know it's it's done by um a lot of the same people that work on Family Guy. Um, Family Guy is very similar to this show. So <laughs> stick boys FYI, that was my grandparents' couch. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, that but, uh, very much looks like my grandparents' couches, too. I'll take some more Al Bundy. That's all I'm going to say about that one. Yeah, man. He was a great high school football player. Yep. He Just sure a was. star. <laughs> he sure was. Uh, and a big announcement from Tom McFarland's Toyland this week as uh, we are getting what they're calling the punch uh, puncher action figures, page puncher action figures. So this is the first set of page puncher action figures. Um, McFarland Toys and DC have officially launched the page puncher action figure lineup, which offers three-inch figures and a full-size comic book and a clamshell blaster package. The first wave includes... Uh, Hush Batman, Rebirth Superman, Flashpoint the Flash, and Endless Winter Black Adam, each priced at $9.99. Uh, a breakdown of each figure um, can be found online of more into what you get them than I'm going to go into it. But I just thought it was a cool idea. Harboring back, you get the little figure with the book um, to kind of get you maybe a little bit more interested in, in reading books and getting kids in the comic shops. And yeah, I, I could definitely see this being a big draw to kids because of the toy that you get with it and the comic as well as older collectors. So yeah, for sure. I, this is great. This is right. Really cool. Sticks four touchdown Bundy, <laughs> but I'm going to probably pick up the, the Batman one. Um, I don't know so much about the Superman or the flash, but I'm definitely going to go for that Batman. one. <laughs> it says more like 1999. You think so? I don't know. I mean, nine ninety nine is a good deal. You said that, and I'm like, so I get a comic and a toy. Yeah, like, that sounds like a good the comic know, for, and the figure for ten bucks. That's I think that's a that's a good deal. I would definitely go in. The, honestly, you say you're not interested in the Flash one. That's the one that kind of jumped out at me, just because. I mean, I don't know. I love Batman. He's my favorite character, but I know a lot about Batman, so I was like, ah, eh, the Flash character, like the figurine looks cool. I could get a comic and give the toy to my kid. I could read the book. Yeah, I think this is cool. This could get me to maybe go and buy some books when I usually wouldn't. I mean, 40 bucks, you can have them all and have a, a little uh, Justice League battle in your bathtub. There you go. Sounds like fun. So. <laughs> it's that Stick Boy said, Todd said in his live stream, $9.99. It's that Todd ain't selling those for five bucks. Well, why do you think five bucks? It's 10 bucks a piece, man. But I don't know. Maybe maybe because Ish knows the cost that goes into this stuff since he runs a comic book shop. <laughs> maybe he's thinking of profit margins and he's like, you can't make money on this. Yeah. Or I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say or buying them at Walmart, but yeah, they don't look like super high quality figurines. Like they look like they're fun little action figures. It's not like a collectible that I'm going to want to put in a case and put on the shelf. It said so if Todd is selling them for ninety nine nine ninety nine and the store sells them for nine ninety nine, the store has not made any money. No, I think that yeah, I just think it's a nine ninety nine price point at the store is what he's saying. I don't know. Okay, so Ish was it's like I was thinking yeah, he's I figured you were buying these direct from Todd. I was thinking you were buying these online. No, it's from this is gonna his, be in stores, okay. You're buying them from like McFarland Toys, his company, but it's not like you're Todd sitting there hustling, going, "Hey, I got some figures for you, bro. You want? You gonna come get this Batman hush and come get this Flashpoint and the little book clan package?" 
He says if they're nine ninety nine at Walmart, that means they're buying them in bulk for like three dollars a piece. Well, maybe they are. They might how, be. I, I mean, know. how expensive really is it to make a uh, to make a toy to make a an action figure? I don't know. I mean, toys are way more expensive now than they were when we were kids, but I mean, they don't look big. I mean, damn it, Ish. The don't don't question the Todd father. Ish says China. I mean, he's bright. They probably are made in China. Yeah, absolutely. Don't question the Todd father. All right, Ish. You know better than that. But all right, from the moment that. At least I know Derpy Gaming's been waiting for. Let's get into reviewing Halo, talking about Halo. Wow, we got here quick. We got here. There wasn't quick. a lot going on this week between no. the two of us. Like, there's not. We don't have Lance putting in his his opinions and <laughs> dragging well, it, us off yeah. about brick oven pizzas or talking about you know Justice League, all, Batman, Super V, Superman, and all that all over again. I know, right? Every week he has to like poke me about liking those movies uh okay so halo um and derpy you still i hope you're still here man you were uh wanting to hear about this one as well yeah so uh master chief loses his virginity i keep seeing that headline um i don't i don't know why people say that this is where he loses his virginity i mean i guess maybe the assumption is because he didn't have emotion before he never had sex i don't know if that assumption is correct or not uh, i know plenty of people that have sex without any emotion well, yeah, that's like whatsoever. A, that is a lot of men. Um, this episode was dumb overall. I mean, there were some cool parts. There was some action that was okay, but I mean, basic premise of the episode: we've got you know Maki Maki, whatever her name is, the Covenant human chick, um, has been captured by the humans, and her and Chief are hooking up now. I guess. Uh, it's stupid. I don't, I don't mind Chief having a girlfriend per se. I understand this is going to be different, but the writers are trying to make us believe that Chief is dumb enough to trust her. I just Chief is an idiot. Like I think it's I think it's more so about Kuktana. You know, call it Kuktana because she was watching. She was. she was watching Chief get down and busy. She was loving it <laughs> cortana's arc is getting better that was a bright point of the episode and but... everybody wants chief to get freaky deaky with her little ai ass but she's <laughs> sitting there watching it is zaggy says i want to see more of that lady but lady's butt oh boy i mean <laughs> how far has this show fallen from from the show now i saw a comment Somebody left on a video a few weeks ago that said that this show isn't taking place after the first Halo. It's taking place during or after Reach or around that time, which, okay, whatever. But you're yeah. telling me. So I looked it up. By the time this show's taken, by the, well, I should say, I shouldn't say by the time it's taking place, but like Master Chief is like in his 40s throughout the span of the five games. Even infinite, he's like almost he's like 49, they say roughly in infinite. So he's literally a 40-year-old virgin if this is the first time he's losing his virginity. And you're telling me that through all of his cryostasis and floating in space and through all his missions and everything he does, he just comes in, whoops ass and leaves. He doesn't bed down anybody. 
I think I think he's been slaying slaying puss all over the galaxy. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Like my chief is crushing puss at every turn of the corner. Like he's he's bed, you know, blowing away some bad guys and turning around and just smashing ass. That's my, my chief, right? My there. chief is too. And you know what? His helmet's on the entire time. That's right. And he, don't, he doesn't trust nobody. They tried to go take it off. He's like, "Don't touch it. Don't touch the helmet." Like, no man, Chief that's his never kink. takes his helmet off. That's his kink. He's all about leaving his helmet on. Sticks his, but he has no toys to sell. But I just—it's not my. And the fact that Cortana, they—they—they they, they went as far as to make Cortana watch. I mean, she's in his head, so she kind of has to watch. It's just like, but it was a little weird the way they shot it. Like it's not, it's not a graphic scene at all. It's a TV 14 show. So everything is cut away and like shot from like shoulders up. But yeah, Cortana's just like sitting there just watching them. It's just, it makes me think of that movie, her with, yeah, I haven't uh, seen that one, but I've heard it's kind of creepy. Uh, you haven't seen that. It's such a good movie, but it just makes you think of like, cause Joaquin Phoenix has sex with an AI with, uh, Scarlett Johansson's voice in that movie. And it just made me think about that. And they, the way they do it is like you hear everything going on, but it's a completely like black screen. And they're both just going at it. And it's just like, you dude, you're having sex with a computer. And in this one, they've got the computer watching. Yep. Computer's watching. She's jealous. It makes her get some more emotions. So Zaggy's saying they should have kept the quote-unquote love story out of it. I agree. Um, I don't see how there's any love story that could have developed here. Uh, they don't know each other at all. Like, they've known each other for a day. Uh, there's no love there. Maybe there's some infatuation, but I don't see any love. And I think Chief is an absolute idiot to fall for her. I don't trust her one bit. And I don't know why chief does luckily there's some people in the humans like uh leadership hierarchy that are like doubtful of her but not doubtful enough because stuff happens in the episode that you know she kind of gets to come in and mess up mess things up it's just it's a mess it's a mess and sticks also says keep to the explosions i agree like yes we don't need just you know blow things up like I don't mind some story. I mean, I love story. That's one of my favorite things in, in you know, gaming and and TV and movies. Like, I love stories, but Master Chief is an action hero, and I want to see him get, not getting sexual action. I want to see him freaking getting action by killing Covenant. That's what I want to see, and I've seen that in two episodes. And we've got one more episode left. Still haven't gotten to Halo. I'm just, I'm bored. I want to. I just want to see more of him going around, killing Covenant, crushing ass. That's it. Like <laughs> I refuse to believe that my Master Chief's a forty-year-old virgin. No, sir. Too. He's he's crushing ass in every edge of the galaxy he's going to. So, absolutely. He's the, that's why he falls for Cortana in the games. He's like, you know what? I've had so many women in real flesh it's time to move on to ai 
That's why he gets so into Cortana in the games. Maybe he's got some like crazy backstory where he was with someone that just like broke his heart and shattered him so that he became this cold, calculated, emotionless Spartan. And Cortana is slowly just breaking down those walls and giving him the love and respect he deserves before she eventually turns on him as well to just, you know, scorn him and, and send him back into that depressive state where he just doesn't care whether he lives or dies and he loses all emotions again. He's got to come back to that Spartan way. Like that's, that's it. And then they're going to come or they're going to pass. They're going to cross again one day in one of the future games. And he's just going to blow out Cortona's fucking processor. <laughs> <laughs> he's just going to hammer it. Oh man. That's that's the chief, just that swinging, is... just swinging that big old Spartan yacht all over the place. <laughs> yeah, that sounds uh, just like him. Stick says he never dated Amber Heard. Yeah, dude, you never know. I heard him and Amber Heard might have had a fling. The chief, yeah, chief and Amber Heard, man, he been there, done that. He said no, he said no business is gonna hold me down. See you later, honey. And he just left her. He took a shit on her pillow and <laughs> left. I was about to make a joke about the taking a deuce. That beat me. That was it. his. That's where she got it. It was chief signature. He was like, <laughs> "All right, I'm done here," and just dropped a deuce and left. Put on his armor and walked off. <laughs> you just made me think, man. These Spartans are like eight feet tall or something. That would be a massive deuce it to would. leave on somebody's pillow. <laughs> The pain train just <laughs> crush the puss, and that's like that's his calling mark. That's how you know the chief was there. Next time you go to bed, you know, you go to get in a girl's bed, and you're like, Why is there a nine foot deuce on this pillow? <laughs> the the mark is just still here. And she was like, I had a one night stand with Master Chief. He came, he saw, he conquered my puss, and he left. <laughs> like, that's essentially what what we got here. That's where we're at. And I'm here for it, Chief. You're right, you're right. Good fanfic, man. Dude, it's better than saying he's a 40-year-old virgin, right? Who <laughs> yeah. who is allowing the enemy to take a take him over. And the only way I can get to the only way I can get to Master Chief is to make him feel again. So I'm gonna make him feel what it's like to crush his puss. Yeah, and a deuce filled with spray spray and space meals. That's right. It's true. That's why oh, Chief Chief just gets his food pumped right into his bloodstream because he's doing so much killing and crushing a pussy. He ain't got time to eat. He's just got to keep going. He's got to keep on trucking, man. <laughs> he's busy. He, he's got a lot on he's his plate. Killing the covenant. He's sleeping around. He yeah. He's he's a busy man. He doesn't have time to eat. Uh, did you ever play the Alan Wake? I know you said I'm not a big fan of horror, but did you ever play the Alan Wake games? Uh, no, but I've I've heard Alan Wake's really good, and I, see I own it. On is that um, AMC has got a deal in place to turn the game into a TV show. You know, I think that's a great idea. Honestly, I know that it's a really beloved story, and and that it's like it's kind of creepy and and supernatural, and so yeah, I. I I think them making it into a TV series is a really cool idea. And that, I, I might be interested in watching that. 
the developers over there at Remedy that made Alan Wake, they made Control, they made Quantum Break, and I played both of those, and those are really cool um, games, freaky games. So, um, and I know Alan Wake has some kind of like loose connection to those. So, yeah, I'm all for it. Make a good TV series. AMC makes pretty good content. I haven't been able to watch much, well, really any of Better Call Saul Season 5, I think is what we're on now. Really? But yeah, I just haven't had a chance yet. And I think we're, what, four episodes in now? There's, I think they've only got one or two episodes left until the mid-season finale. Oh, wow. You, your first episode was two um, was two episodes of one. And then... yeah. I, yeah, some pretty big stuffs happened, man. Like I've really been enjoying it so far. I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's been it's I, been fun. I so appreciate far. that because I really enjoyed I really enjoy Better Call Saul. I started season four when it first came out, and then uh, I can't remember what happened. I was like partway through the episode, and then um, other things just came up, and I haven't gotten back to it. And I've been you know with Moon Knight and Halo every week and and whatnot. I just haven't gotten around to it, even though Better Call Saul is a better show than all of those. I just knew that for the show, we'd be talking about other things, so I was trying to like watch those first. So, Better Call Saul is next on the docket. Yeah, and to get the we have the trailer for um, the new Resident Evil series coming to Netflix. I saw summer. the trailer. It looks interesting, I think. I don't know. It's it's kind of like a futuristic take on Raccoon City. It's set in, in the future, it looks like, and I don't know. I kind of want my my Leons, my Chris's, um, my Claire's, the uh, the old the old crew. I would yeah. love to see him do the old school movie right, as where it matches up solidly with the game. But we're probably not going to get that anytime soon. Yeah, because who does Mila Djokovic play in those movies? Alice. Is Alice one of the game characters or no? Uh, I can't remember. I don't think it's. Mm. I can't remember because it's been a long time since I've played the first ones. I think Alice is a Resident Evil character. Pretty sure she is. Yeah, I, I don't have much Resident Evil background. And so I saw the trailer and I'm like, okay, looks like a cool zombie flick. But I had heard that it was really different. And I, I didn't realize it was like a futuristic take and that none of the original characters were really actually no it. she's not she's just in the movies because uh-huh. it's jill claire leon ada wong i believe alice now that i think about it alice was just a movie character mm-hmm. so who knows but i'm like i said i'm excited for more resident evil i just wish it would go back to like i've been that same problem with the games like they got so far away from the zombie aspect of it although i do enjoy i have enjoyed the last the last two that have been um the the village and resident evil 7 and i've enjoyed those first person ones but um i just not i don't know i just want like i'm glad that they're going back to zombies but like again we're kind of getting more zombies when that zombie trend is is ticking downwards where the the popularity of the zombie stuff is kind of going down so um, i i didn't realize they had even gotten away from the zombies in the new one so what were you fighting more like monsters and vampires yeah, in the new ones you're, you're fighting more like possessed people and like 
things that more monsters and stuff like that you're not really fighting like in the new one in the village you're fighting uh like vampire like yeah isn't like lady demetrius a vampire yeah she's like something? 10 foot tall and people yeah. are putting her in like lingerie and making her be all thick and <laughs> yeah like that. but yeah you're not really fighting zombies you're fighting like corrupt townspeople now so they kind of got away from the zombies a while ago and i'd love for them to go back to that classic mutations stick says okay yeah same same but hmm. i had a lot of fun playing village but it just like i said i'd rather them go back to the zombie stuff than sitting here with the the monsters and all that so who knows but that's all we've got for tonight guys like we ran through that that quick i guess we could be like some other shows on the internet and have a, a tier list about cereals and <laughs> go on a tangent about salad bars for like 30 minutes but i don't think we're gonna salad do bars yeah. so well since since we're doing pretty good on time i do want to just real quick um mention i watched the northman um for the first time this week um robert eggers directed that he's the one that also did the lighthouse and the mm-hmm. witch haven't i haven't seen either of those i've heard they're very good i just haven't watched either but the northman was good like if you enjoy viking stuff it definitely felt like a viking movie like it felt very viking um kind of disturbing some pretty disturbing moments um but i i liked it I thought it was a really good movie. It's probably one of the better movies I've seen this year. Um, very different than Doctor Strange. You know, don't take your family to watch The Northman. Um, not that you have to take your family anywhere because it's on Voodoo now. And that's how I watched it. I just, I've been wanting to go see it in the theaters and I haven't had a chance. And I just bought it on Voodoo. I was like, I think I'm going to like this movie. I'll just risk it. And so I did. And uh, it was good. You know, you should check out The Northman. And that gave me very, like, I've seen the trailer for it. It gives me very, like, god of war vibes so i would say no yeah um, so? well i mean it's god of war vibes in the sense that god of war covers norse mythology but it's given like it, it's got some supernatural in it but it's like it's more like um assassin's creed valhalla handles the vikings in fact, as I was watching it, there were times I'm like, okay, so I'm watching a Assassin's Creed Valhalla video game or a movie. I mean, um, it very much feels more like that type of Viking experience because God of War is really um, mythical. You know what I mean? Um, and this one's very gritty and, and it's got some of that mysticism in it. Like it's definitely handles the Norse mythology, but uh, it's more realistic in tone no like hmm. no there's no like uh, creature and the, and the the world world serpents or things like that you know yeah it's just brought up rest in peace fred ward yeah joe dirt's dad yeah man, williams tremors man passed away today dude had a hell of a career um he's always kind of the background character in a lot of movies like a that's the one that automatically sticks out in my mind is uh, Joe Dirt's dad from that movie. But 
RIP to him big time. Tremors is a huge movie. Um, I've never actually seen Remo Williams, but yeah, I haven't seen a lot of the stuff he's in. Summer really. Catch. No, I'm, I'm sure you have because he's in a lot of movies. But... Okay, so I mean, I've seen Joe Dirt. Let's see here. So Fred Ward. Let me pull up his IMDb. He's in The Crow, quick. the original Crow. He's in uh, Corky Romano. He's in Summer Catch. Um, Thirty Minutes or Less. Chain Reaction. Uh, yeah, I'm looking, his, I'm looking through his. I'm looking through his IMDb. Two Guns. Joder's I've seen a lot of this thing. stuff. Joder's the only thing I've seen. Pretty much everything you just named, I haven't he seen. He is in Sweet Home that. Alabama. Yes, Aaron, you are correct. He is yeah. in Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, it's too bad. I, I hadn't I hadn't heard about his passing, but it sounds like I wouldn't have known who he was because other than Joder, I haven't seen anything that's in his list. You've never seen Joe Dirt Sticks? Joe Dirt's a... Oh, my God, man. (laughs) How could you have never seen Joe Dirt? Joe Dirt's pretty funny. I like Joe Dirt. I watch it every time it's on TV. Nice. Joe Dirt. Joe (laughs) Dirt. Don't you mean dirt? But Also, rest in peace to a, a big comic book legend that passed away. Uh this week as well and george perez that's a we all knew it was coming um i think people got a little time to to make their peace with his passing is we all like i said it was announced that it was going to happen and he stepped away from doing signings and it kind of came out that he was real sick and marvel did a tribute to him and in a a book a few weeks ago and everyone kind of saw the writing was on the wall but it's still sad to just see like these absolute legends in comic books in the comic book industry leaving us and just absolute legends of human beings, man. So absolutely. But I'm I'm hearing good things about uh Top, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, I have been too. I'm probably not gonna see it still. At least not in theaters. Oh, I'm gonna see the shit out of it. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping know. it comes to Paramount Plus. Oh, it will. Like, it's, real uh, quick. 45 days. You think 45 days? That's, I don't know. It seems that's like the Paramount Plus have. movies are, are coming out there quicker now. Because like, well, I felt like Jackass Forever was on there real fast. Um, I'm pretty sure the agreement is 45 days. So, like, The Lost City, that one just came out on there. Yes, that's yeah, that just came out on there. That's the one I was thinking of, Lost City. Yeah, I'm looking forward to... I mean, I, I want, I'll see Top Gun. I just, I don't have like any attachment to that movie. I've seen it one time. It's not like my dad was a big fan of it. There's just no attachment there for me. So I'm not like dying to go see it in theaters. But when it comes on Paramount Plus, yeah, I'll absolutely give it a watch. Just like Lost City, like that looks really funny. Mm-hmm. And now that it's on Paramount, I'm like, all right, cool. Kelsey and I are going to watch it. Like maybe since we're ending early tonight, I can convince her to watch it with me tonight. We'll see. I think that could be a fun thing to do tonight, but I don't know. I wish I was more interested. Like I, you know, fighter planes and stuff. It's an interesting idea, but it's also that this movie has been delayed so many times. I'm just like, all right, well, I don't care anymore. Yeah, but I just, I'm such a, I, I have a, such an, uh, a love for the first one mm-hmm. that it's like one of those, it's like one of my favorite movies. It's one of those movies that I can watch multiple times. Yeah. And 
just keep watching, you know, and not get tired of it. So I'm excited for. A I totally get that. Out. You've got nostalgia tied yeah. to it, and 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 I don't. I, so that's well, that's it. I've got nostalgia for Jurassic Park. So Jurassic World Dominion coming out, all those original actors coming back. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in. I'm excited about that. Yeah, the first trailer for that actually got me kind of hyped. Um, yeah, this, the last movie was bad, but I'm excited for this this new one. Yeah, we're we're finally getting that integration of dinosaurs and people like trying to live together and coexist, and so um, I'm looking forward to it. And I, I was kind of on the fence about it, and then I saw the trailer, and I was like, "All right, man, I'll I'll give it a, a go." And, not a lot happened this week, man. Like a lot did, but a lot didn't. Like we're in the firing on all cylinders for con season. We've got Phoenix Comic Con here in two weeks. Um, San Diego Comic Con in the, in July. So like con season's up and firing. So I'm excited to see what news is going to come out of uh, San Diego this year. What we're going to see moving forward. Like the only other big news is that. Um, the dude who plays Jack Reacher and uh, Hawk from Titans is going to be in Fast and Furious 10. I did see that. That I'm excited about that. I think he's a great actor to p- be put in there. Do you Alan know if Mitchell. he's going to... Yeah, is he going to be playing a villain? or? Do we know? I, I don't know. As far as I know, Jason Momoa is playing the villain in the uh, movie. In the 10th one or the 11th one? In the 10th. In the 10th, okay. So Because Alan Richens like, built like a truck. And so I just feel like he's the kind of guy that could go up against Vin Diesel. I was going to say The Rock, but The Rock's not allowed to be in those movies anymore because Vin Diesel can't get along with anybody. That's why right. Justin Lin left. Yep. But maybe he's taking over for John Cena as as Dom's brother. I just I just don't know. I love those movies. They're a good time. They're just a stupid, brainless movie to watch and have a good time with but where are they going to go they already put a car in space like where do you go from here <laughs> this last one was pretty dumb but um, i'm with gonna, you i enjoy the movies they're just they're, they're gonna drive fun. a ford pinto hatchback underwater next or something like oh yeah there's it's, it's gonna, gonna be a submarine ridiculous. yeah a car a car marine yeah but or yeah I don't, I don't know how do you get how do you get crazier than space Honestly, a, a, a submarine car isn't even crazier than space. No, you yeah. You have to get like... I, I, launching a car into space is probably about as crazy as it gets. Like... Yes. I don't know. They're going to dock at the space Fero, station. Like, yeah. <laughs> Put a Fero in space. like A motorcycle in space. That's that's about the gist of it, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe a motorcycle turns into a boat or something. Who knows? <laughs> Transformers, there we go. There you go. Transformers V Fast and the Furious. It's gonna be dumb all about family and Optimus Prime being correct. Autobots, it's all about family. <laughs> yep. But that's that's all I got, man. That's not a lot going on this week. Again. Um anything else and launching into space and landing on the on the enterprise. Let's not get too crazy here. We don't need Star Trek. No, we're good. I'm on this. There's, there's really nothing else coming out soon that I can think of. Other than, I mean, Obi-Wan, I'm very excited about that. And Stranger Things Season 4 <laughs> coming out the same day. And Lady Halo, but say Lady says. Halo, but next week finale. So I guess we'll talk about the finale next week. But yeah, it's uh, 
been a slow news week and that's okay. We, we can go about our nights. You can go hang out with your baby. And my wife, you know, she likes me for some reason. I'm glad she does. She'll be excited to see me. Very exciting. I'm looking at this Optimus Prime Lego set that like really transforms. That's pretty cool. June 2022. Exciting stuff. It is May. I'll catch up so I have an opinion on Halo. There you go, Zaggy. That's what you got to Or I mean, uh, Sticks is what you got to do, man. Catch up, yeah. Catch up so you can see... Uh, old uh chief laying pipe around the around the universe star trek <laughs> strange new worlds there you go like i haven't really been watching anything new like better call saul yeah uh ozark like you finished yeah, ozark i did i finished it yesterday and you were disappointed in the ending too huh not as bad as you but i just i don't feel like anything really got resolved it was just kind of it was that sopranos ending like well and then it yeah it ends on like a okay what happened right it's just dumb like i'm i'm pretty sure i know what happened but it could have gone multiple ways it it i see i always hate that about the ending of the series like letting the audience make up their minds about what actually happened like the sopranos uh it just feels so un like you said unfinished it's like, all right, I want to know exactly what happens. I want to know what happens. Finish the story. And I feel like it's a cop-out when you're doing that because it's like you don't have faith in yourself to write a good ending for the series. So you're just like, we're going to end it like this and let the audience make up their mind and let yeah, the it, audience pick their yeah. ending. It's different than like Inception's ending. I like Inception's ending. Maybe it's because it's a movie and so I didn't invest as much time into it. But I don't mind the whole does the the thimble fall over or does it not like that's a cool yeah. ending it's fun to speculate but in this one it's like i don't want to ruin anything it's just it's just dumb this one just cuts to black and you hear a sound and you're like okay so what happened and like, i get i get it like endings matter and that's something i feel gets overlooked a lot is that endings matter because you spend like look at game of thrones man you spend all of this time getting invested in these characters, these stories, what's going on, and then you just do a disservice by the way you decide to end it. Like Game of Thrones, you spent all this time building up Daenerys, building her to be different than her dad. Then the last season comes, and all of a sudden, boom, she's a mad queen and just snaps. It doesn't, it doesn't fit. Dexter is another one that the ending sucked on. Like if you look at shows like Breaking Bad and and some of these shows that had just like the better endings, you're like ending. You you feel justified in your set five six season journey with these characters, you know. Especially if you're gonna invest time to watch everything, and so it's just like like no matter like I like This Is Us. I've watched every single episode of This Is Us, all the seasons, and they're they're like two episodes away from ending the series. And so far, I've felt rewarded for going on this journey. Yeah, yeah, so, me too. I watched This Is Us. I'm like maybe two episodes behind now because I think a, a new episode came out yesterday. But other than a certain relationship in the show, I'm pretty happy with what's going on. And they're giving us some res resolutions, and I like that. 
Yeah. But yeah, Ozark just ended on this cliffhanger of an ending where you don't know what happened and it's stupid. Like, okay, you use Game of Thrones as an example. Yeah, the ending was bad, but at least we know the ending. Yeah. I just, I don't like it. The writers are afraid to make a decision and so we have to, as the viewer, make a decision on what happened? No. I'm not into that. I'm not into that. It, it's like, it just seems like one of those things that you're just going to continue to, you, you leave it open-ended to offer in that debate so that you can continue having your, your show and people, the forefront of people's minds, as long as they're going to talk about it. But Yeah. There was one thing that was very clear in the ending of Ozark and I was disappointed by it, but not surprised. I'm just, uh, oh, but, go ahead. Sorry. I didn't no, I was just going to say like, I don't, I, I don't want to ruin the, the show yet. You know, we're not reviewing it officially. But there was something that happened in the last episode that I'm not surprised it happened, but I was disappointed because, you know, I, I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> Being vague. I'm disappointed purpose. that you watched but, four seasons of Ozark and Marty never smashed out Ruth. No. That's all I'm going to say. No, I'm not disappointed by that at all. He's like I a am. daughter to her. I was waiting no. for it. I was waiting for it because they always had that, like, relationship it felt like i was totally waiting for no dude it was always like daughter and father no listen listen, if her cousin can smash out that old woman that was disgusting marty can marty can take a pass at ruth dude ruth is my favorite character by a long shot i love ruth so much literally in the last episode near the beginning she'd like because she's just so sassy and always like yelling at people she's yelling at someone at the beginning of the episode i'm like you're nuts girl you're freaking crazy aaron calling you out he she said haha you said he's like a daughter to her well she's like a daughter to him my bad okay <laughs> got my pronouns mixed up okay that out man let's crush that out let's go let's go marty give it to ruth you deserve it, Marty. And he's like, listen, you've had my brother-in-law. Now have now have the big cheese. The head <laughs> on Joe can get you a slice of Marty. Marty you know, pie. Marty, one thing I'll say with his arc, he never got desensitized enough to the world he was living in. Like I was kind of surprised, like things still bothered him. Like death and violence still bothered him by the end. And I'm like Dude, you've been a part of a lot. And I'm kind of surprised. Like, because Wendy by the end, she's just like no feelings whatsoever. You know what I mean? Um, because like that was one of the things about Walt's arc and breaking bad, is he goes from this normal everyday guy and he breaks bad and like mm-hmm. he descends into just you know, he's an anti-hero at, by the end of it, but like he's a bad guy, you know justifying selling drugs to all these people killing people becoming a drug lord like you know it's just different than what marty does and i prefer the the wall arc like a lot of people compared ozark to breaking bad oh i think it's a lot and i breaking bad. it is it is but ozark is extremely inferior yes breaking bad is so much better breaking bad is probably my favorite show like it's so good it's just it's a work of art as far as television is concerned. Uh, and and Ozark was just, it was good. It was really good, but not on the same level at all. Well, I just think of Breaking Bad, like you have so many like character changes in Walt throughout the show. Like 
he starts doing it with the best intentions for his family. And then yeah. he kind of, you see him kind of, you know, start killing people. And then he's, he's still remorseful for it. And then he's got like, to me, there's two defining moments of Walt's character in that, in that show. And the one is when he watches, when he watches Jane die, when he wa- just stands there and watches Jane choke to death on her own vomit. Yeah, that was messed up. And then when he gives Brock, um, he poisons Brock. Like that's two character defining. And I guess the third one was his manipulation over Jesse. Like when he gets Jesse to um, to kill, um, what's the guy's name that sings the karaoke? Oh my god, I can't think of his name now. But when he gets when he gets Jesse to kill the guy, um, I want to say it's Glenn, but I don't think it is you want to get him to kill the guy that gus is trying to get to replace walt um yeah i'm blanking on the name of the character i can't think of his name either but when he talks him into killing him so that gus can't kill walt was was pretty good but yeah that just whole arc and his like just manipulation over jesse and his manipulation over his family and like the the end between him and hank and it's just like the show's crazy good yeah it is amazing and hank and his involvement in the whole thing and how his story you know concludes and breaking bad is so good dude so but it's good. just like that universe is so good because if you watch like yeah, better the movie Saul, El- same universe yeah the movie el camino yeah the finding out what happens to jesse after breaking bad Better call yeah. Saul, finding out what Saul was up to before he meets Walt and Jesse. Like it just it's just such good storytelling. Better call Saul is a lot of fun because you don't get to know Saul at the at a deep level in Breaking Bad. Like I liked the character. Yeah. But I kind of found him to be this mangy, skeevy lawyer, you know, mm. which is what he is. But in Better Call Saul, you get to see how he becomes that it's really cool you get to see his dissension from slipping jimmy to saul goodman yeah um, yeah that threw me off so much when that show started i'm like wait his name's saul goodman what's going on who's this jimmy guy yeah yeah but good shows all the way around but all right i think that's where we're going to end the show tonight uh quick one knock it out of the park right i guess that's what happens when we don't have pepperoni here telling us about brick oven pizzas you yes, just get sir. in we're like Master Chief. We came, we saw, we smashed that ass, and now we're out of here. So <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to thank you guys all for hanging out in the chat tonight. Patrick's Aaron, uh, Derp Gaming, Ish, Stick Boys, Zaggy. It's good to see you guys in-house as always. We appreciate the support every week. If you're new here and you're just finding us, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button if you liked what we had to say. Um, so you can hear it every Friday night. If you want to listen to the playback, you can do so on any of your podcasting platforms on Monday mornings. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. And if you're in the Phoenix area, I'll put the link in the chat. Uh, if you're in the Phoenix area, I, I don't know if it's, is it just, I don't know if it's just uh, restricted to being in Phoenix. I think in, in Arizona, I think you can do it from anywhere. The voting, um, yeah, you can vote. You can vote from anywhere. Yeah, I voted for my hotel in Baltimore. It's not like they're checking your. Yeah, but you've location. got a you've got a Phoenix zip code because I know like sometimes it makes you put in your zip code. Oh, I don't. I don't think you have to be located in Arizona to vote. 
anyways, try it. You can try it regardless. I'll put the link in the chat. Uh, we are up for Best of the Valley, Reader's Choice for Podcasts, um, Twitter, and um, TikTok. So go ahead and click that link there. Go vote for us. Uh, help us win Best in the Valley. You guys are beautiful, beautiful people, as always. And for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I am Matt. I am Max. And we'll see you guys next time. All you freaks and geeks. Come on. Master Chief is smashing ass. Let's listen all to over the galaxy and mass. We'll go ahead and doesn't spread care our about cheeks. his mass and We'll drink some Cosby wine. It makes me feel real fine. <laughs> See you next time <laughs> on the absolute.